In the, in the beginning was the Word, the in the beginning was the Word. In the beginning thee was the Word. Beginning in thee was the Word. The beginning was in the Word. Beginning thee and was the Word. In thee was beginning the Word. Thee and was beginning the Word. In was the beginning of the Word. Was in the beginning the Word. Thee was in beginning the Word. Was the in beginning the word? In beginning was the the word. Beginning in was the the word. In was beginning the the word. Was in beginning the the word. Beginning was in the the word. Was beginning in the the word. The beginning was in the word. Beginning the was in the word. The was beginning in the word. Was the beginning in the word. Beginning was the in the word. Was beginning the in the word. In the beginning, the was word. The in beginning, the was word. In the beginning, was the was word. Beginning in the, the was word. Beginning in the was word. Beginning the end, the was word. In the beginning, the word was. In the beginning, the word was. In the beginning, the word
This is Do or DIY with People Like Us, and I'm Vicky. And this is part two of Broken Music, specially recorded for radio broadcast, brought to you by AV Festival. Broken Music features manipulations, adaptations and destructions of media, whether that be physical or conceptual. And we first heard Brian Geisen, in the beginning was the word, Brian Geisen, along with William Burroughs, didn't exactly invent the cut-up, but they certainly made it famous. Tristan Zara also, earlier on, was also doing similar exercises. Then we heard Paul Lowry, who you can find on the internet, but nowhere else really. He made this cassette, all of tape manipulations of found music, um, possibly from the 1960s, but no one knows who he is. Um, and then we heard Can't Cut You Up by DeSicco, uh, a mashup artist from the first generation of mashup, Can't Cut You Up. And then Noah Krzyzewski, Strategic Defense Initiative, and um, makes tape music and collage. Then we heard Scratch My Nose, and they made a CD called Screw, which consisted of many, many very short tracks of um, the manipulating sound to the extreme. Then Tracks Data by Finesse and uh, Farmer's Manual with DSP Kill. Both were around at the beginning of the glitch scene of the 90s. Finesse went on to make more melodic music, but he started off quite glitchy. He's still glitchy. Um, and then Oval, King of the Glitch, uh, Storecheck, and uh, General Magic, also from the kind of glitch era, Take the Bus. And I'm speaking over a recording from 1923 from Java, very crackly, either 78 record or wax cylinder, I don't know which. Next up, uh, Johnny Pinkhouse, which is a CD put together by Soleil Moon Recordings. And it's all recordings of acetates, as in not acetates that are masters of published albums but ones that people used to record at home now my mother will try to entertain you with a little little rendition of music now go ahead Affaccia la finestra mia tesora, dicando una canzone tutta mora, come di pozza ma, i non apri con prigionieri, e svingo nel tagliano, vengo la mia verrò da te, ha ha, la mora che si fa. Alright, sing that other one.
We just heard um, a series of um, manipulations um, that have been done either with tape or computer, but mainly by tape. Um, just then was uh, John Oswald, who inadvertently invented the genre of plunderphonics with Field. Before that, we heard Brother Tom by Noah Krzyzewski. Before that, Mutation with Norwegian Weed, which is a lovely pun on Norwegian wood, both in title and in content. Very clever. Before that, a very similar recording, repeating, varying and manipulating um, of some fan footage. Yellow, black and rectangular from Negative Land, and that's from a very creative period of the late 1980s. Then uh, some scratch music from uh, early hip-hop times by Zed Rock, or Z-Rock. <laughs> um, uh, before that, Play Until Dying, Himero, and begin it, we began it with an acetate homemade recording, Johnny Pinkhouse, track 15. I'm talking over a, a Java recording from 1923, either on a wax cylinder or a 78, not sure which. Uh, now William Burroughs talking about the origin and theory of tape cut-ups. Now these experiments started not on tape recorders, but on paper. In 1959, Brian Geisen said that writing is 50 years behind painting and applied the montage technique to words on a page. And this technique had already been used in painting at that time for 50 years, it was in fact kind of old hat in painting. Brian copied out phrases from newspapers and magazines then took a scissors and cut these selections into pieces and rearranged the fragments at random. And these cut-up experiments appeared in Minutes to Go in 1959. Uh, when you experiment with cut-ups over a period of time, you find that some of the cut-ups and rearranged text seem to refer to future events. I cut up an article on, uh, written by John Paul Getty and got it's a bad thing to sue your own father. This was a rearrangement and wasn't in the original text. And a year later, one of his sons did sue him. I mean, it's just purely extraneous information. It meant nothing to me. I had no, nothing to gain on either side. Uh, we had no explanation for this at the time. It just uh, suggesting the press, when you cut into the present, the future leaks out. But we simply accepted it and continued the experiments. The next step was cut-ups on the tape recorder, and Brian was the first to take this obvious step. And the first tape recorder cut-ups were a simple extension of cut-ups on paper. Uh, you record, there are many ways of doing these, but here's one way. You record, say, 10 minutes on the recorder. Then you spin the reel backwards or forwards, just like that, without recording. Stop at random and cut in a phrase. Now, of course, when you cut in that phrase, you've wiped out what's ever there, and you have a new juxtaposition. Now, how random is random? We know so much that we don't consciously know that we know that perhaps the cut-in was not random. The operator, on some level, knew just where he was cutting in. As you know, on some level, exactly where you were and what you were doing 10 years ago at this particular time. But it, you couldn't, uh, most of you couldn't, there are a few freaks that can, uh, make that uh, knowledge consciously available. And the same way, while you're, you're doing the tape 
On some level, you, you know just exactly where your words are. Um, so cut-ups put you in touch with what you know and, and do not know that you know. Now, of course, this procedure on the tape recorder produces new words by altered juxtaposition, uh, just as new words are produced by cut-ups on paper. Well, we went on to exploit the potentials of the tape recorder, cut up, slow down, speed up, run backwards, inch the tape, that means uh, work it back and forth across the tape head, play several tracks at once, uh, cut back and forth between two recorders. Now here are some tapes which Brian made with all the technical facilities of the BBC in London, and they show, I think, what can be done with a human voice and one phrase.
We just heard William Burroughs' Origin and Theory of the Tape Cut-Ups, then Philip Jack, Martin Tatro and Otomo Yoshihida with Untitled Number 1 in 2000, then some more homemade acetate recordings from Johnny Pinkhouse. That's home recordings there. Um, you've been listening to Broken Music. I'm Vicky from People Like Us. My show's called Do or DIY. And this is specially made for radio broadcast, brought to you by avfestival.co.uk. Last up, a very clever recording cut up by John Oswald called WX09. Go to avfestival.co.uk to check out the radio broadcast schedule. <laughs>